What up, everybody? This is Daryl Woods with the Master Your Day, Master Your Life podcast, where we deconstruct the day of the exceptionally successful so that you can learn the secrets of mastering your 24 hours. And today, we have another exceptional, exceptional guest, Dr. Alia Bajet. She is a, a doctor of physical therapy, where her mission is to empower health-minded individuals and artistic athletes to gain strength confidence and energy to do more of what they love and I will add she is a expert talented improv artist maybe we'll uh, discuss that on this call but ladies and gentlemen Ali Abajad hello thank you so much Daryl it's a pleasure and an honor to to be on your podcast thank you for having me absolutely thank you and to me Alia it is obvious obvious that you've gained a level of mastery of your life, which means you look, gain a level of mastery of your day. But I know you didn't get here overnight. So tell us, what was that pivotal moment or that pivotal moments when you began to take your day serious? That is such a great question, Daryl. And I'll just say first off, like I still, I'm a work in progress like we all are. But um, I would say that there wasn't one particular moment, but after I left my full-time job to start my business, um, you know, as you know, you don't have somebody over your shoulder telling you what to do. So you have to really take initiative and um, matters into your own hands in terms of making it happen. So I think it was shortly after that time and really at the start of the pandemic, so back in March, um, when I realized, well, now we have to stay at home, and um, or I did anyway. So not having the, the ability to be going out and seeing people and just being inside, I realized that I needed to really focus and provide some structure and routine into my day so that I didn't just lay on the couch all day, (laughs) (laughs) you know? So, um, honestly, I think the, the pandemic has been life-changing in many ways for, you know, so many of us, but that in particular, um, I think has been the biggest driving factor in terms of helping me realize just how important each little moment of the day is and, and planning for it to some degree. Yeah, no, I love that. And so give us a little history there. So you, you walked away from your job. When uh, when did you do that? Um, right before COVID or? So that was my last day of my full-time job was uh, literally the last day of 2019. So December 31st. Wow. Yes. <laughs> uh, so I was working on getting that started. I was seeing, working on seeing people in their homes and that was my business was mobile physical therapy. Um, and then the pandemic happened wow. and I realized that that would not be a great idea. So I had to quickly pivot and turn this into an online business and see people virtually. So that's what I've been working on doing. Wow, wow. I mean, the, the, this pandemic is, like you say, it's brought out um, the best of us, best in us. But, you know, in some cases, you know, it, it obviously has its negative size. But it's obvious, you know, that you're, you're able to pivot. And that's huge. So hats off to you. 
Um, well, thank you. <laughs> I know your days is probably night and day, you know, versus, you know, when you first got started going now virtually, but this, let's walk us through your day. Um, what is the day in life of Alia looks like? All right. Well, thank you for asking. So the first thing I do in the morning is open the blinds because I feel that that just energizes me nice. <laughs> like a plant getting that sunlight. Yep. Um, and I really need to abide by Newton's first law, which is an object in motion stays in motion. Wow. Um, <laughs> and I'll be candid. I do struggle with depression. So if I don't start taking action earlier in the day, then it's easy for me to just kind of fall into doing nothing. Wow. So I do, so it doesn't have to be anything, um, that really makes me have to think very hard in the morning. It can be just folding up laundry that was hanging to dry, maybe doing a few dishes, doing some yoga, but just doing some kind of small thing that gets me in the mindset of doing um, so that I can make sure that I get things done wow. <laughs> during the day. No, I love that. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so you start your morning off. So you, you open your blinds and I know we're being, we're deconstructing our day y'all. So if this seems like it's very meticulous, it is your day. You got to be <laughs> very specific on how you approach your day. But the first thing she said is she opened her blinds and that gives her happiness, right? So a lot of times you just got to find that one thing for you. That's going to give you happiness throughout your day. So she starts her day off and she opened her blinds and, you know, she talked about uh, having a leaning towards depression. And I'm going to be honest with you, Alia. I think everybody does. Um, and uh, w sometimes I don't think we realize it, but you, you said something very powerful is Newton's, uh, was it Newton's first law? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so our object in motion tends to stay in motion, right? So when you wake up in the morning, the first part of your day, right, you're setting the direction of your day. Now, if you started off in a negative mindset, you're going to go in a negative path. And obviously, that's going to lead to anxiety, lead to depression. But you just got to find that thing that's going to get you going. And for Alia, this yoga, getting moving for me is jump rope. Like when I wake up, I gotta Ooh. get to, I gotta get to the jump rope. <laughs> I, I get, love that. <laughs> I get get to the jump rope. But you know, if I don't do that, I can put myself on a negative path, and it can lead to negative uh, brain waves. I don't know what you want to call it, but great stuff, Alia. Uh, walk us through the rest of your day. So you get done with your yoga. What do you do after that? Yeah. So, um, I forgot to add, I do drink a glass of water, nice. uh, just to, you know, get, get hydrated. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, then after that, so let's see, what do I do? Um, after that, I kind of vary in terms of where I put my actual workout. So I might go right into my workout for the day. Mm -hmm. Um, or I might do that at the end of the day, but I'll do that or I'll eat breakfast. Um, and then after that, sometimes I will spend just a couple minutes in a quiet space just so I'm not, I don't want to overdo it in terms of just like going like a machine right, yeah. right into working. So um, I do try to take just a couple minutes to just sit in a quiet space and then go ahead and get started with my day, you know, open the laptop and, uh, see what needs to be done. Nice. I love that. So you get to a quiet place. Now, anything in particular you do in that quiet place? I know some people might be meditation, might be prayer. Um, what, what does that time look like for you? 
Yeah. So I, I have a couple apps that I use, um, Insight Timer and Headspace. So sometimes I'll use an app and I'll pick like one of the five or 10 minute meditations. Sometimes it's guided, sometimes it's just music. Um, and sometimes I just set a timer uh, and just sit there quietly, uh, trying not to focus on anything in particular, but we know how meditation works and <laughs> we're not trying to control our thoughts, but um, just trying to notice them. Right. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's what I do in terms of that, that quiet place. And usually I'll sit on the floor, um, especially if I've just eaten, I'm definitely sitting upright um, or I'm sitting on my chair, but most of the time I'm, I'm sitting on the floor so I can kind of feel that grounding underneath me. Nice. Nice. No, that, that's a powerful word grounding. Um, you know, a lot of times we can go throughout our day and we're, we're not grounded. Right. Um, you know, that, and that's the power of getting quiet and just having that, those meditative, I don't know if meditative is a word, but meditative moments, yeah. uh, where we, you know, just get, get centered. Um, you, cause a lot of times, you know, on, if you're on a negative path, what happens is you, you wake up, you answer your, you look at your phone, you check in Instagram, check in Facebook, check in the news. You, you're not getting quiet. You're not getting centered and grounded within yourself. The next thing you know, you feel an, anxious and depressed and a lot of different things. And I like to say this term or this, um, this saying, and it, it's kind of controversial, um, but I like to put it out there. I think it's about 80% true that a lot in a lot of cases, depression is a choice. Um, now, I know there's, you know, you, you have the clinical side of it. I'm not going to downplay that. But what I'm trying to say is there's a lot of things that we can do to prevent that and to keep ourselves in a positive mindset. Do you agree with that, Alia? Does that resonate with you? It resonates with me in terms of there are a lot of patterns that we get stuck in. Yes. And that is the main thing. Like I totally feel what you said in terms of if you start your day looking at the phone, looking, at least for me personally, I know some people who um, their business is on Instagram and they're very happy with that. And so they start their day that way. But yep. yeah, for me personally too, if I'm on my phone right away, checking Facebook, Instagram, emails, then I'll spend too much time there in the like first thing in the morning and end yeah. up feeling anxious and like, Oh, what did I just do? Right. Yeah. No, that's good. And again, she, she said something key there, um, you know, for her, right. You know, everything that we say here and any, any podcast, it may not be for you, but um, you just want to see how you can adapt different things from different people to learn what works for you. Um, so that's good, Alia. Um, so right now we, we, we got through the morning. Now you're about to start your work. And I know your days probably vary from day to day. Um, right. But, you know, ideally, let's say you're working with a patient that day. Um, what, what, what does that day look like? Yeah. So if I'm working with a patient, um, you know, we'll have our session online. So I'm assessing them virtually um, which turns out actually works pretty well. That's something new that I've, you know, just started doing this year. Nice. Um, and then after that session, I will write up a quick email, sending them a summary of what we talked about. Um, sometimes depending on if I have a patient right after that or not, I will send them, uh, exercises. So either the exercises are pre-recorded in this, uh, website that I have, that I use, nice. or I will record myself <laughs> doing the exercises and then 
uh, that way they have a better understanding of what they're supposed to do. Nice, nice. This is a good jump yeah. off. I had a I had a uh, question for you, and this might be a good time to ask it. So, as a, a doctor of physical therapy, like what is that one thing like you would recommend? Like if if anybody if, the, if you had to say you got to do this every day. Um, to be able to move, move good, to feel good. What, what's that one thing you would say to someone? That one thing, Daryl, is such a simple thing, which is to just move more. I like to call these little movement breaks during the day, especially if somebody's working from home. I mean, obviously, if you're out in the world and you're moving around, you already have that built into your day. But especially if you're working from home right now, or if you work at a desk, um, I would work in what I like to call movement snacks. So like nice. little breaks during the day where you get up, you stretch, you maybe walk around a little bit, maybe do 10 squats, just like little bits of movement throughout the day will help keep your mental, uh, focus and also just help you feel better in general. Wow. So taking, so I, I love this concept. A snack can help you to stay focused. A movement snack. <laughs> that <Yes>. is. <laughs> I love that. Because, you know, a lot of times when you think about productivity, you think, hey, I got to focus. I got to put put my energy into this work. But, you know, at the end of the day, a lot of times you just got to get up and move so you can, you know, renew your mind, get your mind back active. Is that Does that resonate with you? Exactly. Nice. Yes. We think we need to sit there for hours and that's how it's going to get done. But most of the time that is not the case and he'll be better off if you are taking those um little movement snacks every i i would recommend every 30 minutes even if you're not actually standing up at least change your position that you're sitting in nice nice now uh, and there's a debate that goes on um you know you got standing desks and you got sit down does what what do you personally recommend I personally recommend whatever works best for the person. Uh, I actually don't have a standing desk. I've thought about getting one. Maybe I will in the future, but um, I'm one of those people, like sometimes I'm sitting at my desk, sometimes I'm on the floor, sometimes I'm on the couch. (laughs) So I'm just constantly changing my position. I like to say your best posture, it's kind of a saying among us PTs, but your best posture is your next posture. So literally just keep changing your position and not staying in one for too long. Wow. I love that. Say that again. I never heard that before. Yeah. So your best posture is your next posture. Got it. Nice. I love that. Awesome. So I'm get, we're getting some physical therapy bombs here, y'all. Loving, <laughs> loving this, Alia. Thank you so much for being on again. Um, of so course. we got through your, uh, your clients. You had a full days of work. Um, like what do you do after work? You know, do you, wind down or you spend a little bit more time on your business? What does that that part of your day look like? That part of my day. So generally, you know, I said sometimes I work out in the morning, sometimes the evening, but most of the time it is the evening. Mm -hmm. Um, I do like to end my day with some kind of purposeful movement. (laughs) Movement is really, I guess, the key in my life, uh, being a physical therapist. Um, But yeah, I will do either a full out workout or I'll go for a walk. Um, and then I will have dinner and I will watch some TV after dinner. Um, and I do my best thinking at night. So at nighttime is usually when I'm planning for the next day or, 
you know, long-term goals too, but that's when my best thinking happens. Wow. Uh, major, major, major bomb right there, guys. She says her nighttime is her, her best time for thinking. Um, you know, what is that time for you? What is that best time for you to think and to plan? Um, you know, for some people, it might be in the morning. Some people, it might be at night. Hey, maybe it's even in the afternoon. But the key ingredient is if you want to live a purposeful, productive life where you master your life, you have to have that time to think and to plan. If you don't think and plan on your life, your plan and your life will think on you. I don't know. Is that a good way of saying it? But hey, yeah. it, <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> but you got to have that time to plan and think. Um, and that's that's awesome. So you usually do that at night. Um, now, when you say night, like my wife, she's a night owl. Um, so when, when I think night, I'm thinking three, four AM. She literally doesn't go to sleep oh, at wow. six AM. Or 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 you do you mean by like eleven, twelve, ten PM? Yeah, okay. Well, kudos to your wife for being able to do that. I I don't think I've stayed up past 2 a.m. in a long time. <laughs> Either. <laughs> uh, yeah, so definitely earlier than that. I would say closer to like 9, 10 o'clock. Nice. Now, are, is this time, are you thinking about this? Not. I know it's a different version of it, but is it the same plan um, that you're thinking about and planning out like your future, your goals? Is it certain goals that you're thinking about or like how does it how, Paint us a picture of what that time looks like for you. So it's it starts off as reflective in terms of how did my day go. Mm-hmm. Um, I sometimes I write it down. Sometimes I'm just sitting there quietly. Um, but yeah, so usually I'm thinking about how the day went, and then I'm thinking about what I need to accomplish the next day. And I try to remember to ask myself, um, is this what I want to be doing? (laughs) So not just doing it to do it, but is this taking me in the direction that I would like to be going so that I don't get just wrapped up in the the day to day, but Mm -hmm. thinking long term? Wow. I mean, that's a powerful question to ask yourself. And I'm definitely going to steal that one. Uh, but is, <laughs> is, yeah, is this something that I want to be doing? Um, I mean, how many times in our life, um, speaking of myself, right, you get into a groove of doing something, but yes. you got to ask yourself, is this something that I want to be doing? And if the answer to that is no, you need to create a plan, create some goals to get out of doing that and just start doing what you want to do. Now, I'm a, I'm a big believer in um, uh, um, uh, feelings in life. And but, you know, sometimes you got to do what you need to do. You got to do what you need to do, you know, at the same time, too. But you got to make sure that that lines up with your long term happiness um, and overall well-being. So that's great. Great. Love that. Exactly. Alia. Love that. Alia. What about, you know, when you, you, you're starting to go into close your eyes and snooze? Do you have any particular uh, thing you do during that time or you just. Oh, my goodness. That is such an interesting question. Do I do anything to do that? Not really. Well, one thing that I do sometimes if I find that I'm having trouble sleeping is I will let my brain, this is kind of a weird thing to explain, but I try to let my brain see what it wants to see. Mm -hmm. And it just kind of, I don't even know how to explain this. It just kind of goes through a random series of images that aren't and shapes Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I've never actually said this out loud. Wow. <laughs> We're getting the, the deep details. This is good. Deep details. <laughs> Explain. I love this. Go ahead. Yeah. So I, I really just, I let my brain play and let it go through, like I said, what it wants to see, which is usually a random series of shapes and images that are constantly changing. And somehow I end up in uh in dreamland wow, <laughs> that wow. way wow no that's good um and, and this may be something that that'll help people that have a problem going to sleep um because a lot of times that's usually the hardest part right it's getting your mind to just shut off um right you know you you start to think about stuff really the the day starts to catch up with you thinking about all the things you did wrong all the things you you, you did right and you know just just thinking about plans and but, you know, you just got to let your mind chill. Just let it chill and let it do its thing. And, let it chill. Exactly. Right. right. And just go to close eyes, go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I love that, Ali. It, it's, again, uh, hats off to you for creating the life that you have and living a purposeful day. I know, you know, a lot of times we don't feel like we've mastered our day, but at least you're on the journey and it's obvious on what, what we'll be discussed so far so, but with that being said, you, you brought up an interesting topic in depression. Um, and I, I tend to believe in, you know, I've had leanings towards that dark world, right? Um, and I, I've, sure. I've been able to escape it in a lot of different ways. Um, but I just want to talk, talk to you about, about that with you. Like, what, what, are, what would you say, like, what helps you to stay out of that world, to stay positive, especially with so much that's going on these days? got the election you got the pandemic you got um riots and protests you got a lot of different things that can cause you to get negative into that that world but how do you stay positive um throughout your day yeah i mean like you just named all those things there's so much going on that if you let yourself get sucked into all of it then oh it really i gotta can cut you, you off alia you just oh. said oh that was so good you just said a, <laughs> you just said a powerful word i don't know if you caught it but you said if you let yourself ah if you yes. let yourself right um continue 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 yes <laughs> <laughs> um yes yeah, so if you let yourself get sucked into it then you can really go down a dark path right and I'm sure a lot of us, most of us probably have done that throughout this pandemic. Um, I know I have, but I would say the, the thing that helps me stay positive and not get sucked into that is to take things literally in one little small step at a time. So, um, when it comes to planning, like long-term, I'm not, I try not to think about, oh my gosh, this is such a giant thing. How am I ever going to do this? I try to think about what is one small thing I can do today that's going to help get me there. Wow. I love that. And yeah, like I said, taking action, trying to be in that mindset of doing, of course, being is also important, but trying to be in that mindset of doing so I don't get stuck, uh, even if it's just small things. I think that really helps is just focusing on small things that you can control. That's the main thing. Ali, you said some powerful, powerful things there. And, you know, one of the things that stands out is just taking the next step, right? Um, a lot of times we, when we think about our goals and our dreams, we think about this 
I I picture it as like building like a big huge mansion, right? You got to build this huge mansion, this huge dream that you have. Um, and if you had to do that by hand, you you can't focus on building this big huge mansion. All you can and should focus on is just laying one brick, right? This laying this laying that one brick day after day after day, and eventually you're going to get to your dream. But you got to just start with the brick and focus on the brick. When I speak at different um, you know universities and organizations. I bring out a brick and I just say, Hey, focus on the brick and they get it right. Uh, but you, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta take time to focus on your brick. So I, uh, audience, I would just challenge you. Um, if you're struggling with overwhelm, it's probably because you just focus on too much of your dream. Just focus on a brick and see how you can lay those bricks day by day. Um, but love that Alia. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, of course. So, you know, going on, you know, throughout your day, um, again, we got a lot of, things going on. I'm sure you've gone through a path where you've learned how to master your day, but what, tell me about a time like where you, where you feel unproductive. Um, I think it's good to learn from, you know, our ups, but also, you know, people can learn from the downs. Like what does a bad day look like? You don't have to go too much in detail, but you know, what, what are some of the habits or, you know, um, paths of a bad day for you? Yeah, that's, that's a great question. So, like we mentioned earlier, starting the day when I take my phone out right away, that is not a great day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's, I'll end up spending, you know, half hour there, sometimes more. And then I realize, oh my gosh, I just wasted all this, all this time. And then I feel bad about myself and it just puts me in a negative headspace. Wow. Um, of course I try to move on and do something positive from there, but it's, it's just not a great way to start the day. Um, also if I'm someone who grew up with watching the TV during dinner with my mom Mm -hmm. and that was a positive, happy time, but it's not a healthy way to live in terms of always having the TV on and and associating that with happiness. So sometimes I will fall back into that and I'll turn the TV on too early during the day and I'll end up watching too much and then Mm -hmm. I've lost more time again. Um, what else? Generally days when I don't move so much, I'll end up feeling more achy, more sluggish. Uh, that's, that's probably the biggest thing is, is when I'm not moving. Right. Right. No, I love that. And it, it brought up to mind something powerful. You said that I forgot. Um, but you, you said the mindset of doing, um, you know, there's a mindset to doing and there's a mindset of not doing. Um, and our Master Your Day, Master Your Life um, workshop, we, we talk about, you know, sometimes when we think about productive, we think about productive and unproductive. Like to me, it's we kind of I get what people are saying, but really, I think that everybody is productive the question is, what are you productive at? But everybody is producing, mm. everybody is producing something, right? So when we get in those negative um, pathways in our mind um, throughout our day, it's producing something. It's going to lead to something in our life. In most cases, it's going to lead to something that that we don't want. But again, we are all productivity machines. Our mind is made to create and produce. Like if you get in a path of a bad day, your, your mind is going to produce more of that in your day. So you start your day off, right. you know, um, on your phone, 
your mind's going, okay, we're going, we're going to be uh, uh, negatively productive today. So let's take us down this path. So it's, it's going <laughs> to, it's going to build you. Then you're going to watch more TV. You're going to, um, you know, be on Instagram all day and you're going to, you know, watch TV. And then next thing you know, you, you, you're just doing crazy stuff, y'all. If we right. had to break it down, you're doing crazy <laughs> stuff. Um, but the key is, right, you, one, you have to identify and know that this is the case. Um, you know, stop yourself from doing that every day. That's the overall goal to live a productive day every day. And I have a strong feeling and a strong belief that you can live a life productively every day. You can do it every day. Now, I used to think that this wasn't possible, but 98% of your days, 99, 100% of whatever you wanted to do, whatever you choose, your day can be productive, but you have to put yourself in that rhythm Put yourself in that um, that action and those habits so that you can create the life that you want. That was my rant for today, Ania. I'm sorry. <laughs> I loved your rant. Yes, thank you for it. Yeah, no problem. No problem. Um, so you, you talk about a lot of great stuff. And just from a physical ther- therapy standpoint, I know you deal a lot with um, people with pain, um, you know, that, that may, may not have moved a lot in your life. Um, you know, how do you, how do you get them to to move? How do you get them to um, start to take action in that area of their life? Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. So for somebody, I, I really, I would give them the same advice that I give myself, which is to find one thing. Like for some people, they want all of the exercises <laughs> that, you know, yeah. they're ready. They want to, you know, tackle the world and, and, and do all these things. But For some people, I will give them maybe one or two things to focus on and and I try to plan with them. So what is a good time of day when you think you'll be able to do these movements? And so we we are planning ahead, like what is the time when you're going to be doing those things? Um, And I think that that is helpful. Wow, that's good. uh, For a lot of people. That's good. And the reason I, I love um, the work that you do um, as a physical therapist, because um, a lot of times it's not necessarily knowing what to do. Right. It's having someone that can be by your side to get you to do it. Yes. Um, and, <laughs> totally. <laughs> right. Uh, I mean, you know, and instinctively, I think, you know, everybody know we need to move, you know, at this point. And I'm sure you in your practice, you probably have some awesome different types of movements that's better than what, you know, what we know. But in general, we know that we need to get up and move. And but I think um, where you come into play is like being helping people be accountable, um, walking, walking their hand, holding their hand um, and helping them to get there. So that's awesome um, that you do that. Any Alia, tell us, tell us, is there a person that you've worked with in your practice um, where you were able to get them to just um total life change in their movements and everything. Tell us about that. So the person that comes to mind um, was this uh, older woman that I worked with and she came to me with low back pain and her main issue was that it was limiting her from being able to walk her dog and be able to care for her dog the way that she wanted to. And she had a very small dog. Um, So uh, far distance to reach and bend down. So, um, I saw her one day and the next time she came in, she said she felt so much better. I think her pain, 
uh, I think it was maybe even a zero. We tend to rate pain zero to 10, 10 being the worst and zero being none at all. And when she came back to me the next time, it was a zero. And honestly, I didn't even really have her do much movement on that first day. Uh, I think it was more about reducing her fear in terms of, you know, she was worried this was something serious um, that's a main, a major thing that I do is help people better understand what's going on. And that in itself can help to reduce their pain. Um, so after that, we worked together, we got her stronger. Uh, and by the end, she was deadlifting. I think Wow. we had, I can't remember what weight she used, but it was pretty heavy. Wow. Wow. <laughs> and she was killing it. And she's 80, you said 80 years old? I'm pretty sure she was in her 80s. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. And one one of the things you um, alluded to that's powerful. And one of the things that hit me in my life is the statement, you don't have to live this way. Um, You know, sometimes we we get caught in a rut. You know, it can be pain. It can be um, depression, which we've talked about. It can be um, fear. It can be. Um, just living life like a yo-yo. It can be um, being broke. We can go there. Uh, it can be. It can be a lot of different things. But one of the realizations that hit me in my life is you don't have to live that way. It's always a choice in the life that you live. So, listeners, if you're struggling with anything, I would just tell you, you don't have to live that way. Like you, it. it I'm. It, it's a simple statement, but she's got to get it. You don't have to live that way. Is that is that how that works? She she got the knowledge, she got the understanding, and she realized that she didn't have to live that way. Is that true? Yes, I I would say that's true. I think, uh, yeah, having that knowledge is so powerful, and having someone on your side who will help to explain things to you can be so helpful. And you know, sometimes we need help, and it's important to ask for it when you need it. That's awesome. I mean, I, you know. <laughs> A lot of times we need help, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it, 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 we get to a point, sometimes it can be pride. It can be a lot of different things that, that stops us or hinders us from getting help. So if you're struggling with anything out there, you you, you might want to consider asking for help. Um, you know, we get into a mindset where we have to do it ourselves. But I would just challenge everyone out there, ask for help. Um, no matter what it is, it can be. Um, depression, it could be pain, it could be anxiety, it can be, um, you know, money, financial, it can be relationships, whatever area you're struggling in, don't think you have to do it by yourself. You'll be surprised how just one conversation with someone about something that you want can literally shift and alter your entire life. So I would challenge everyone out there, ask for help, ask for help. Good stuff, Ali. Thank you so much. Um, of course. So we're going to wind this down. So I, before I ask the last question, just Share with us where we can um, get some information about uh, Spotlight Wellness, about your practice. If you want to get a a virtual consultation, please share with us, Alia. Yes. So uh, you can find me on Instagram. I'm also on TikTok. I'm not super active there, but I am the Spotlight Doc on Instagram and TikTok. And then my website is spotlightwellness.com. Uh, my actual business is called Spotlight Health and Wellness, and uh, I'm on Facebook as well. Nice. Awesome. Um, as we close this out, one last question. Um, you know, from a relationship standpoint, you, you mentioned your mom. 
you mentioned um, different people in your life, but what, what recommendations would you, I know, you know, your relationship with your clients help pull people and to be positive in life, but what, how do you surround yourself with positive people in your day? Ooh, that's a great one. So these days, since I'm working from home, (laughs) (laughs) I rely on um, some Facebook groups I'm a part of that have similar minded PTs in them. Uh, So also trying to work toward similar goals. Um, And people, I mean, obviously, since I'm working from home, I'm not with a ton of people, but uh, trying to get some positivity into my life through those guided meditations as well. And um, yeah, I love that. Yeah. No, I love that. And, you know, with COVID going on, you have to be creative um, to get, Definitely. you know, get those positive touches. And you mentioned meditation. You might say, well, that's not a relationship. Well, you got a relationship with yourself, too. Um, so th- that's a, a huge one. But, you know, the Facebook groups, you just got to find different people um, that are going in the direction that you are going. And that's awesome, Alia. Thank you so much for sharing. And thank you so much for being on. This has been epic. Um, I appreciate you. I appreciate your time. And with that being said, y'all, we are logging off. 